everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1998 graduation party classic Can't Hardly Wait one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's Minute 82, Take 2, mm-hmm. beginning with Denise saying it can go for longer. Mm. Yikes. And I have it going through girl whose party it is screaming, I don't have to knock. This is my house. Which is a fair point. Mm-hmm. So this this minute and the next minute are just absolute, just like powerhouse performances by the girl whose party it is. She's so good. She's it really so makes good. me sad that she hasn't done a lot of other stuff. She, yeah, she's that she's mostly like a costume person. like costume Which I'm department. sure she's also great at. Oh, she, listen, she's been hired on enough things that I have to imagine that she's just fantastic at it. It just makes me sad that she has this acting talent that is not being utilized as much as I feel like someone with her abilities should be utilized. Absolutely. I. It's funny. When I picture her in my head, I go back and forth. Did you ever watch Awkward, the MTV mm-hmm. TV show? You know, Sadie, the you're welcome. You're welcome. I picture <laughs> her, and then she goes back and forth between Sadie from Awkward and my friend Martha, okay. neither of which look like the girl whose party it is. But in yeah. my head, that is, it like goes back. It's mostly Sadie. And then I have to be like, no, she doesn't look like Sadie. Oh, so Martha then? No, still no. It's completely different. But yeah. the brain is a weird thing. Is, is I, the I keep thinking that this is the actress who played Sabrina's best friend for at least... The latter years of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay. With Melissa Joan Hart. But I think who I'm actually remembering is a very young, like circa ever after, Melanie Linsky. Who is who Melanie Linsky? Had, she was the nice stepsister. In Ever After? I don't think In I've ever ever seen after. Ever After. Oh, she was also. Did you watch season one of Castle Rock? I didn't. She was. Um, the like the main chick who like heard voices and okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, and you, and you picture yeah. her i can see that i can 100% yeah. see that they they have a very they have very similar like coloring and similar facial structure especially when melanie linsky was younger yeah um was libby chesler the name of the best friend maybe yes that was an actress named uh jenna lee green who doesn't actually look like Girl Whose Party It Is? No. She does not. Okay. This is mostly for Tracy. Uh, she was in three... The uh, Jen, Jenna Lee Green mm-hmm. was in three episodes of a TV show called Wisco Queens. So it's like a play on Disco Queens, but I have to imagine it takes place in Wisconsin and... I love that, the idea of, and I want Tracy to basically do that as a podcast. But that's, she's not even in this movie. She's just who, uh, who I yeah. picture when I see Girl Whose Party It Is. Correct. So, minute 82. Yeah. So, Denise tells Kenny, she has just told him it gets better. And in this minute, she tells him it can go for longer. Mm hmm. And I think that even as she's saying it, her brain is saying, what are you? Don't don't say that. But she just keeps saying it. And Kenny is understandably hurt Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. angry. Yeah. It's like it's it's fragile male ego 
in in like a textbook form. Yeah, which like honestly, I'm on his side on this one. Like, you don't have sex with someone and then immediately be like, <laughs> "Time for complies and concrees." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could do you. You'll do better next time. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. The, sex is the one thing that when you're done with finishing it, you don't do complies and concrees. Right. You only do complies. <laughs> right. Or right. nothing at all. <laughs> right. For those who don't get that reference, listen to Finish It, a mm-hmm. Choose Your Own Adventure podcast by Chris and Matt Yule, which is very, very good. Indeed. But if you listen to us, why aren't you listening to it? Is it like you don't like us or what? Because we've been recommending that for yeah. solid three years. So It's true. Kenny is like, what? So are you, you said you did it like one time. That makes you an expert. <laughs> which is a fair point. Like she's done it. How does she know it gets better? Right. How does she know it can go for longer? I mean, I'm assuming that her previous time went for longer, probably because it was wasn't better. the guy's first time. Right, exactly. And it was probably better, but how does she know that it gets better? Right. Maybe this is as good as Kenny gets. She doesn't know. Ugh. <laughs> I just pictured people, someone thinking that the movie, as good as, as good as it gets, is about this. Like, sex doesn't get any better than this. Yikes. But like, there's nothing, yeah. nothing that she's saying is yeah. an appropriate thing for her to be saying for a number of reasons. Right, and I, I mean, like, he was previously like just fine with like, let's not talk about previous partners or whatever, mm-hmm. and now he's sort of weaponizing that against her, which yeah. is not great. But again, she is the one that has kicked off this awkward fest. Well, to be. F- to be fair to him, he didn't want the details. Right, right, right. I don't yeah. think that's the same as... I think him him saying, I don't need to know details of the other person you've had sex with. Yeah. I don't think that's... That's true. She did say once, uh, yes, I, once, it was this guy, and he's like, shh, 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 shh. That, yeah, no, and no, he's no, like, no, I, don't, right I don't need to know more. So yeah. I don't... That's I fair. don't think that him weaponizing her, admitting that she had only had sex once before is I wouldn't I wouldn't say that that's weaponizing it against her or that he's yeah, I guess in that's the true. wrong weaponizing in, was intense. For, to me he's not in the wrong there he's making think, a very valid point like you've only done it once how do you know what it's supposed to be like but don't you think she'd be insufferably know-it-all-y even if it was her first time I feel I mean, like she would have been Denise would yes but <laughs> yeah. they had, and you'd think that he would know that given that they have been friends since childhood yeah but also, they haven't been in contact in six years or so. Yeah, and never in sexual contact, so. Exactly. So maybe he's kind of forgotten how insufferable she can be. And I, she probably has gotten a little bit worse about her insufferability Ron, over the Ron years. And, Ron and Hermione's first time, she's like, it gets better. Did you know? Yeah. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Put put the O in Leviosa, Ron. Uh-huh. Yeah. Come on, Ron. <laughs> You've had so many years <laughs> to learn how to handle your wand. How come this is so disappointing? <laughs> Did you not read the books I assigned you? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but <sighs> so in his upset, mm-hmm. uh, Kenny reverts. To his Hulk form, which is Special K. Yeah. 
He says, how do you know it's not your fault? It wasn't good. That's not the exact line, but to paraphrase, do you have the transcript? I do. Uh, She says, uh, it gets better. What? Well, next time, you know, you won't be, it can go for longer. No, that's not what I meant. I meant that since we'd never, we'd never done it before together that, and he says, how do you know it wasn't your fault? You said yourself you'd only done it one time before. Does that make you some kind of expert? And she said, I never said I was an expert. And then the mask has fallen back into place. Because mm-hmm. my shit was, could have been slamming with somebody else. So, <laughs> And then it ain't your fault you lack the flavor. So, okay. I have to, uh, I have to say that until we watched it, until I watched it for recording these minutes, mm-hmm. I always thought that he was saying, it ain't my fault you like the flavor. I had always heard it ain't your fault you like the flavor. Right, which... Makes uh, no sense. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. It also, for me at least, it proves that I, 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 I saw where the, oh, she's saying it can go for longer and he's getting offended, where it was going, and then I stopped paying attention mm-hmm. <laughs> for multiple viewings of this movie each and every time. But I, I thought that, it, you know, in his appropriative slang accent... That he was making like into lack, like you lack the flavor. But he was saying lack the flavor, like the true nerd that he is. Yep. Um, and the flavor, I guess, is skill at sex. Yeah. Or I. Yeah. Yeah, I'd always heard like rather yeah. than lack, and I've always registered that that doesn't actually make any sense. Yeah. But it wasn't until the transcript that I realized he was saying lack. Yeah. Which does make sense. It does. If if the flavor is being good at sex, then lack makes sense. Or being able to make him make the sexual experience better for the both of us. Like, it's not necessarily because he's saying. I could it could have been better if I was with someone else because you lack the flavor which I don't lack. I, I can need only to br- I can this, only bring this. so much flavor. Right. This right. is a two-way flavor street. <laughs> two, we both we no, okay, hold on. Two-way flavor street is pretty funny too as a title. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Maybe that's our title, two-way flavor street. <laughs> Man, 13 minutes in and we've already got so many good titles. Um but yeah, I had always heard something that I acknowledged made no sense, but then yeah. we very swiftly moved on because girl whose party it is busts <laughs> through the door. <laughs> right. Basically, Denise says, you asshole, and then boom, the door slams open and a crazed mad woman who it turns out is girl whose party it is. Oh my goodness. This poor girl. Her nice little French twist that she had is just sticking straight out from her head like Doc Brown's hair in Back to the Future. It's Doc Brown's hair in Back to the Future mixed with my daughter's hair when she hasn't had anything to do for like three days, so she hasn't brushed her hair at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It, her dress has a stain on the front of it that it's almost a sweat stain. It's yeah. like in the chest area, and it's kind of like upside down triangle shaped. So it's like her chest and cleavage had been sweating. Yeah. But the way the dress is, I'm not sure if that's what it is. I don't. 
I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. It feels like it was like a drink or like beer or for whatever reason, uh, when you were describing just now, all I could picture was like hummus or like dip. Oh, which it is doesn't horrifying. look to me like somebody spilled hummus on her. But is it, it could be the post hummus, like you got the hummus off, but the, the memory remains to quote Metallica about their hummus spilling song. Sure. But it's a very, I, I think it is meant to be sweat. Okay. Because of the way it is shaped. It's not like an irregular shaped stain as though someone right. had thrown a glob of hummus at her chest. It's, In the famous uh, cut hummus fight scene. Right. Exactly. That had um, dr- the drunk crying girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and stoned girl. Having a fight stoned with girl. stoned girl. And then yeah. Earth Girl comes in just flinging hummus and Ugh. yelling about sheep. She was the first one arrested at this party. Good. Yeah, that's a fun trivia fact that not a lot of people know. Not a lot of people know that, but we are here to give you all <laughs> of the insider information. In 15 years, someone who listened to this show is going to be like, wait a minute, what do you mean that's not in the movie? I know that's in the movie. I've known that for 15... 15- Dang it, it was the podcast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, yeah, girl whose party it is, she's got... I mean, like, her mascara is streaked under her eyes. She... She has seen better days. Uh huh. Then the bottom drops out for sure. Oh, so basically Kenny yells, don't you know how to knock? Yeah. And she's like, this is my house. You're not supposed to be up here. Get out. <laughs> right. Because I think she's forgotten she gave him permission to go upstairs. And from what she sees, people came upstairs to have sex in the bathroom. Right. And also make a mess. Mm-hmm. Like, a big mess. I have to imagine that if it was just them on the floor, half clothed. under a t- half clothed, that she'd be like, "Come on, get out! Come- what are you doing here? Come on, get out!" But like, she opens to like a candle is lit. There's mm-hmm. shit all over the place. Not mm-hmm. it- they're in a bathroom, so I should clarify. There is paraphernalia <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. I do appreciate that, and I'm sure our listeners do as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's the end of the minute. I think that's the end of the minute as well. So I think we can social media. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we as a podcast are on Twitter at J-E underscore Minute Movies. But if you would like to find us individually, I am at Unabashedly Aaron. And I'm at Unabashed James. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network alongside a bunch of other great shows, including Intentional Sounding, which Mm -hmm. we're in football season right now. Intentional Mm. Sounding is a football show. So if yes. it's like they get into like the nitty gritty of football. It seems like if if can hardly wait, if the Minute Movie podcasts were not about movies, but about sports and football specifically, it feels like it would be intentional sounding. Yeah. It feels very granular and like in there. Yeah. So, so yeah. if football is your jam, check out intentional sounding. For sure. Absolutely. On the Scavengers Network. Dun dun dun. It's time for us to go record tomorrow's minute. And as we all know, time is honeys. Go hot dogs. The Scavengers Network. Creator driven. Community focused. Treasured content.